Welcome to the Christian Pregnancy Podcast. I'm Gladys, a mom of two who has been through the struggles of getting pregnant, staying pregnant, being pregnant, followed by a challenging childbirth and postpartum. I believe that children are a gift from God and a journey into motherhood is meant to be a blessed one. But the evil one has come to kill, steal and destroy our joy and peace. And that is why so many are struggling with stress and fear in pregnancy, childbirth and postpartum. As daughters of God, Jesus has come that we may have abundant life. And this abundant life includes joy and peace throughout your motherhood journey. If you are ready to overcome stress and fear in pregnancy, childbirth and postpartum by applying God's word in your life, get ready for a peaceful and joyful ride into motherhood when you discover who you truly are and connect with your Heavenly Father in deeper ways. If you are ready to thrive and not just survive through your pregnancy, childbirth and postpartum, hop on in, sit tight as we ride together into motherhood with Jesus at the wheel. Hi, Daughter of God. Today, we are going to be talking about how to pray when you feel stress or are going through fear in pregnancy. Feeling stressed in pregnancy and going through fear and worry about childbirth seems to be a very common thing. And if you are experiencing it, I want to assure you that you are not alone. I also want to assure you that there is a better way which is to go through this time with God's peace and joy despite the outward circumstances. Pregnancy can be a time filled with worry because it is literally a transition into a new identity to becoming a mum. Whether you are a first-time mum or already have children, every new pregnancy is a passage of moving on from your current identity from not being a mom to becoming a mom of one, or maybe from becoming a mom of one to a mom of two, and so on. And this change in identity might bring much stress, worries, and fears. There may be stress about taking care about your young toddler while being pregnant, worries about how to cope with the addition to the family, and maybe even fear about finances and the list goes on and on. And these are just the worries about the future, but pregnancy may also bring more immediate worries, such as the development of your baby. For me, this was the main fear and worry during my pregnancy. When my doctor told me to start taking note of the baby's movements and kicks in the womb, I literally drove myself crazy trying to track his movements and counting his kicks every so often because I was so afraid that something bad would happen to my baby if he was not moving enough. So I learned from the experience, and in the next pregnancy, I had these practical steps of prayer, which I am about to share with you. These ways of applying God's word really helped me overcome the stress and fear in pregnancy, and I hope that this would also help you. To make it easy, these three keys are the three G's of prayer when you are feeling stressed. The first key is to go to God to ask for what you need in prayer. So that is the first G, go to God. So go to Him and ask Him. 
ask him for whatever you need. It may be for healing, for something like morning sickness, or a smooth and short labor, and a quick recovery. You might also be praying that the checkup with the doctor goes smoothly and that your baby develops well in the womb. Or maybe even that the test results come out favorable. You can ask him for anything. Ask him for anything because nothing is too big or too small to ask of our God. Philippians 4 verses 6 to 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So immediately when you notice that you are feeling anxious or stressed, say a quick prayer to God. Go to God in every situation. This literally means anytime, whatever you may be doing at the moment. You may be busy in the midst of doing something, and it's alright to say a short one or two sentence prayer in your mind if you can't pray aloud at that time. I've done this many times until I am even now able to pray a short prayer in my mind while engaging in a conversation with others. Now this comes with practice. This will become eventually natural and become your first instinct whenever you feel worried or stressed. In Philippians 4 verse 6, it says that in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. We give thanks to God. And this is the second G. Give thanks. Firstly, we go to God with our request. That's the first G, go to God. Next, we give thanks. That's the second G, to give thanks. You can thank God for anything, for simply just being with you there in that situation. Because the Bible says that He will never leave us nor forsake us. So He is there with you wherever you are. So you could thank Him for that. Or you could thank Him for anything really. One thanksgiving prayer that I pray every day is to thank Jesus for dying on the cross for me and for, for everyone because that is the basis of who we are and who I am as a child of God. Because without His sacrifice, there will be no relationship with God. This presenting your request with thanksgiving framework that is mentioned in Philippians 4 verses 6 to 7 is not a hard and fast rule and formula. Instead, it is a guideline. The most important thing is to go to God in every situation. Sometimes when I am just stricken by stress and anxiety, I just pray to God, God, please help. Please help me go through this, God. I've prayed this one-liner prayer many, many times in many different situations, such as when things didn't look good with my pregnancy and eventually I miscarried and even when going into labour and the contractions were too intense, and also when I held my crying newborn baby 
at a loss at what to do to help him as a first-time mom. I know that he hears and he cares and he is pleased with his beloved child who is coming to him to ask for help. That is why the peace that surpasses understanding comes, because it is a peace that comes in spite of whatever that is happening in your situation. You might still be down with morning sickness, the labor pains might still be too much to bear, and your baby may still be crying, and you are helpless at what to do. But having peace in these situations surpasses all understanding, and this means that it is beyond our own human understanding about how we can even have peace in these difficult times. It is the peace of God that guards our heart and fills us even in the darkest moments, and that is why it surpasses all understanding. It is easy to feel peaceful and happy and joyful whenever things are going well. In fact, anyone and everyone can do that. But as daughters of God, we can even be filled with peace and joy in the most difficult moments of our lives when things seem to be going wrong with no end in sight and the peace that surpasses our human understanding is the supernatural peace of God. Now we are moving to our final point, which is to give in, which means to surrender. Firstly, we had to go to God. Second, we give thanks. And now the final point, which is to give in, which is to surrender. This is to pray for God's will to be done in your life and to surrender to it. And this is following Jesus' prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane on the night that he was betrayed. He prayed and asked God for the cup to be removed from him. He went to God. He presented his request to God to not to have to go through the great suffering that he was about to face. Then he also said, Not my will, but your will be done. And by praying that, following Jesus' example, we are acknowledging the ultimate supremacy of God over our lives. He is the one who knows every single thing, every single aspect of our lives, and even a bad situation may be used by God for His ultimate purpose and redemption and glory. God did not promise that we will not encounter any suffering here on earth. Instead, He promises us that He will be with us and He will help us overcome. And this promise applies for any type of suffering that you are going through, whether minor ones or major ones that you are facing right now in pregnancy. It seems like a really difficult thing to do at times, to surrender to God's will and to prefer God's way. It may seem incomprehensible at that time, but God's will is perfect and anything that the enemy meant for evil, God will turn it out for good in your life. I have experienced this truth in my three pregnancy losses, but I'll elaborate on that in another episode in the future.
Now, going back to the Garden of Gethsemane, when Jesus prayed, Not my will, but yours be done. Before that, he was in great anguish, and he was sweating like blood, and was in great distress. But after praying and surrendering to God's will, and asking for God's will to be done, he was able to calmly and confidently face the opposition, the accusations, the trials, and ultimately the cross. And all this was for the glory of God and our salvation. So, dear sisters, no matter what you are facing right now, I encourage you to surrender it to God. Surrender it to God's will. It sounds so simple to say, but it may be so difficult to do for some of you. I know how that feels like. There were many times where I had desperately prayed for something, but it turned out to be the other way from what I had prayed for. Eventually, I had to come to accept that God's will is sovereign and even in the worst situations, He can redeem it and will redeem it for good. So take heart, dear sister. God is for you and He is not against you. He loves you and He holds you in the palm of His hand. And no matter what difficulty or stresses you are going through right now, He is right there beside you, even right now. I know sometimes it may not feel that way, but the Word of God says that He will never leave you nor forsake you. And never means never, which means not even for a split second, not even for a moment. If you are finding it difficult to pray for God's will to be done in your life no matter what, I encourage you to start by praying and asking God to show you His heart for you and to show you how much He loves you. You may be blown away by the answer. No, you will be blown away when He shows you truly how much He loves you as His precious, beloved daughter. Then, by receiving His love and having the trust and assurance that He is your good Father, you can then slowly learn to let go and pray that His will be done in your life above everything else. This is a process, and for some it is overnight in a split second. But for others, even me, it was a process and a very long process of learning to trust and to surrender my whole life and my baby's life into his hands. It may not be an easy process, and each of us has our own journey to take. So do not compare yourself to others, because we all face different battles and different struggles in life, in different aspects of our lives, and in different ways. So no two life stories are the same. The process someone else goes through in surrendering may be completely different from yours. And that doesn't mean that one of you is right and the other is not doing it right. Yes, we may share our experiences with one another, but we do not use it to dictate that this is what God should do for us, even if He did something for someone else. But rather, we can come to Him and pray 
that His will to be done in your own life. That being said, they do not negate each other, both praying for our requests and praying for God's will to be done in our lives. When Jesus prayed, He also presented His request before God, which is that this cup be taken away. And He prayed that God's will be done. So it is not either this or that, but rather it is both this and that. It is both presenting your request to God and seeking and asking God's will to be done in your life. The promise in Philippians 4 verses 6-7 to is that when you present your request to God, His peace which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Him, and not that He will answer that particular prayer in the way that you requested for. But don't stop presenting your request to God. He may answer you with a loud yes, or maybe wait, or no. And by saying no, it doesn't mean that He doesn't love you. The answer of no might just be that he has a better plan than what you are asking for or that it is not the right thing for you at that time. So, to recap, the three keys are to present your request to God, which is to go to God, first G. The second G is to give thanks. And the final G is to give in. Go boldly to God and ask God for what you need. Give thanks for all that He has given. He has given His Son for your salvation. He has given you Himself to be with you at all times. And give thanks that He is your good, good Father. And finally, give in. Give in to surrender to His will. So remember, whenever you feel stressed, go to God, give thanks, and give in. Now let's close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for my dear sister who is listening to this. I pray that every day she would go to you, God, to spend time with you and to hear from you and to boldly present her request to you with a heart of thanksgiving. And in doing so, I pray that she would also desire for your will your will to be done in her life no matter what. Bring her to that place where she can fully and completely trust you with everything in all aspects of her life and in her baby's life. I speak blessing and life over her and her baby in Jesus' name. Amen. If this podcast has blessed you, please share it with a friend who needs it and leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This would help this show bless more women who need to learn to apply God's Word in their lives in the motherhood journey. Also, come join the Christian Pregnancy Podcast free Facebook group and get on the waitlist for the Christian Pregnancy course. The links are in the show notes. See you in the next episode. And may God bless you with His peace and joy always.